Hey, everybody, just a heads up that Milton will be offering a new class in the new year. This will be a combination technique and script analysis class. It's going to begin on January 6th, and it's an eight week session. So it runs from January 6th through February 25th. Classes will be held once a week on Saturdays from 2 to 5 p.m. Eastern time over Zoom. So if you are interested, email Walker, that's me, at questionsformilton at gmail.com. Now, usually when we make these announcements, uh, the classes fill up pretty quick. So the sooner the better, email me at questionsformilton at gmail.com and we'll get you signed up. Welcome to I Don't Need an Acting Class with Milton Justice. I'm constantly made aware that if you're trying for depth, which is what I think we're trying for, you really have to revisit the idea of the given circumstance of the play. And, and the given circumstance of the play is very all-encompassing. Um, I, somebody sent me a note once when I was teaching and they said, how do we define given circumstance? And I was thinking, good God, how do we define given circumstance? But here's the thing. It was the big fight between Stella and Strasberg. Strasberg thought that the drama of the play came out with, from the emotional life of the character. And what Stella took back from Stanislavski is the conflict of the play came out of the given circumstance of the play. And that's different. So what does that mean? It includes everything. It includes um, who your partner is. It includes what period of time you're in. Because that character during this time frame would be different. You have to know that. Um, John Arnone has a, a uh, podcast and, and he was talking to me because he said, you know, I'm, I'm thinking, and, and John has designed aside from winning a Tony Award for Tommy, but he he's designed uh, for a plays uh, for Arthur Miller and for Edward Albee. I mean, he's just like everybody. He's been at the Guthrie. He's been around. And we were talking about all the people that we knew and how many plays and movies came out of the period of AIDS. And he said it would be interesting to interview these people to see how AIDS played into these particular. And so, I mean, and, and it was interesting because we were talking about Angels in America and about, you know, is it really a play about AIDS? And there's a, a movie that a friend of mine produced, uh, Longtime Companion, and it was like the first. And we thought, how did AIDS play into these pieces? Well, I mean, the issue is that a writer writes out of their time, out of the time that they're in. So it, it could very easily not be an AIDS play. I mean, uh, my friend Jack Hefner wrote a play, which we did in Los Angeles, 
very successfully. It was supposed to run for seven weeks, but it got such good reviews, we added another three months to it. It kind of moved beyond Los Angeles, but basically people said, oh, it's an AIDS play. But it wasn't an AIDS play. It just so happened to be around that, but people have no imaginations. But in other words, there's something that happens during the time frame. And that's the reason it's just, it's, it's important. It's very, very important to understand all the elements. We'll get back to it in January. We'll go back to script analysis and we'll begin to look at it. But I mean, but it's the reason you keep revisiting. Poor Karim, I, we just keep revisiting the same damn monologue year after year after year. And only because we chose to make this the monologue that we work on and explore all elements of all the elements of technique. But it's just every time we get back to it, there is another element that we understand more than we did the first time. And so and and much of it comes out of the given circumstance of the play. James is having difficulty. And he's, but still keeps sending me something I love and something I hate. And my God, he's going to get that beach one way or the other. Living off the given circumstances. It is exactly the same thing. You know, this becomes a much more important exercise over time because you have to figure out what are the given circumstances and how do you live off of them. And so that that's it. James has not quite moved out of yet the stage where he's decided he decides in advance how to play it. He can't help himself. Uh, he tries, but he can't. And so uh, I'm, I've now advised him take one thing that feeds you rather than six things that feed you the same. But, I mean, that's, you know, I mean, it, but it really does come down to that. It really comes down to this, this, this whole idea that there is a world that exists. There are given circumstances. And the given circumstances, it, it includes so many things. So listen, just a reminder, our sponsor, WeAudition.com, is a total full-service platform for actors where you can find a reader, you can put yourself on tape, you can get an acting coach. It's also really cheap. You sign up for like $10 a month. However, the good news is anybody who listens to our podcast gets a 25% discount by plugging in the code acting class. Anyway, I suggest that you try it out because it's terrific. With Kizik Hands Free Shoes, motion sounds something like this. Kizik helps you experience the magic of motion. With over 200 patents and easy on, easy off technology, you'll never have to touch your shoes again. There are hundreds of styles and colors, plus a squish like nothing you've ever felt. 
For a limited time, get a free pair of socks with your first order at kizik.com slash socks. I was really forcing it, and it's not fair, but they all started with the letter P. The, the play itself is part of the given circumstance. The playwright is part of the given circumstances. In other words, there's going to be a difference between a play by Tennessee and a play by Mr. Miller and a play by Clifford Odets, and a play by Edward Albee, and a play by Eugene O'Neill. The playwright is part of the given circumstances of the play. The plot. The plot is part of it. The plot, the, the plot feeds you. The plot gives you things. I mean, look, these are all things to help us. These are all things to say, I'm not just, you know, throwing spaghetti up against the wall and hoping something sticks. There are things that are given circumstances of the play. The period that it takes place, which we were talking about earlier, there's an absolute difference between a play that takes place in the 1800s and the 1900s. And I mean, it's just different. The way you see the world is different. The way you live on the world is different. The character's personality, and I was forcing, as you know, to make it all P's, which was, I have no idea why I got on this track, but but uh, somehow another character trait is difficult. But the more you know about the character trait the personality of your dude or dudette. You know, the more you know about it, you, you suddenly figure out certain other thing, uh, other things about this character. And so then because you figure out these other things about the character, you have to revisit choices that you made because now I know more than I used to know. The, you, you see what I mean? In other words, I don't just marry it. Uh, Karim and I were having a discussion yesterday, and, and, and we said, if you look at the fact of a play, which is one of the facts of his play, is this character went to law school at night. It was, isn't that right, Karim? All right, so he went to law school at night. So you have a fact like that, which falls in the category of another P, past. You can say, well, so what sort of person does that? Well, you can make one decision for today's rehearsal, but later you might have to adapt it. I mean, any of you, if I said, what sort of person goes to, to law school at night while working during the day at a factory? So you, each of you would come up with something different. You would come up with a different description of a person like that. Some people might think that he's very ambitious. Other people might think he's very dedicated. But other people might say, well, he grew up in poverty, which may or may not be true. And so he, you know, he wants a better life. But you see what I mean? There are all these possibilities. And, and the day that you say, well, I can't make up my mind yet why, why he is, but I do think it's important. But then the more I learn about him, the more I know about him, then the more it begins to help me. Then the more it begins to feed me. And then the more it helps me make choices. 
The profession, another P, absolutely important. There was a time in the history of acting, if you knew the profession, that's how you play, you knew how to act it. But again, there's a difference between somebody who is the president of a corporation and the president of a college. There's a difference. I was having a conversation with <laughs> Caleb was disagreeing with one of his teachers. And I said, oh, for God's sakes, who is this person? What have they done? Where have they been? Who do they know? Who have they trained? You know, get over yourself. You know, stop having these pitsy caca fights. Um, and so I was, I was explaining to him, I said, you know, it's not like Stella Adler told you that your character choice wasn't, you know. And so, of course, I'd worked with him on it, so I knew how clear it was. So uh, the thing about it is, and I said, look, back in the day, Stella missed one class. I think she went to her brother's funeral. And Mario, who taught Shakespeare at the school, took over the, her scene study class, and I did a monologue for Mario, who suggested I go a different direction. And so I just nodded. And I said, I brought the, the, I brought the monologue back in to class, the next class, where Stella was, at the end of one, which Stella said, well, you see, he can play anything. He can play a corporation president or he can play a working class Italian. I mean, it was like, I only listened to Stella. I didn't care what anybody else thought about my work. I mean, that's the thing. You begin, you, you know, you, you have to be selective. Who are these people? I mean, I've always been picky. When the waiter tells me I made a good choice, all I want to know is where else have you eaten? Have you eaten at Le Train Bleu? But it's like I had grabbed onto something about his personality. And it came out of the given circumstances. And the, the other play I did from Waiting for Lefty was a totally different circumstance. And so I lived out of that one. And so it fed me. It helped me. The past is important. You see, all these things are really interesting. All of these things, all of these elements help us because that we, if we know what the, this world is that we're in, we, we begin to make choices. But I can't make a choice about the past until I know who I'm talking about. I Don't Need an Acting Class is hosted by Milton Justice and produced by Walker Vreeland. Music is by Jeffrey Kieser and Nicholas Gabrielson. Please subscribe, rate, and review the podcast if you can. Our website is idontneedanactingclass.com, where you can find tons of other resources, including articles Milton's written and uh, emails he has sent to his students over the years. So check that out. You can also find us on Instagram at I Don't Need an Acting Class. Uh, thank you for being here today. We wish you a wonderful week. And we'll see you back here next Tuesday.